Oh, he went gritty. Yeah. Well, he was a driver for the the one of the things too. He he looked got a bit of an overhaul. Anyways, that's a story for another time. We'll reminisce on Sigma Six later. Or promises, we, promises. Or we Woo. won't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Signs point to no. <laughs> don't don't set your calendar to that one. Is all we'll say. Sigma uh, Six uh, figures are cool. Sigma Six cartoons is just this side of DIC. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. So welcome to What's on Your Mind. It's Tuesday night. It's just before Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all who observe, which I, I would assume would be everybody in these here continental United States. And, associated, and, all the and associated properties. But uh, we'll be right back Ow. after I find the button and you Ow. want to kick ass theme sequence. I have so many community calendar buttons that I can't find the, the intro. There we are. <laughs> Tuesday night, it's 9.05. Uh, you've just gotten done watching Chico and the Man on the Superstation. It's time for What's on Joe Mind. We're a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody doing? That's what I'm talking about. Just Good. Happy, to, happy to be off my phone. <laughs> Kids these days, you can't get them to put the phone down. Right, right. It's uh, It was another... before. I was kind of hoping that that pre-show would bleed over just a little bit longer because uh, we could have seen could have seen Mark on the on the show from his cell phone, <laughs> which is a totally different angle and like you kind of have that Norm Bray Fogle pyramid thing going. Right. It's a Dutch angle. He was like a Batman villain. Yeah, it makes me look bald, makes me look balder if possible. So uh, plus you have a nice ceiling. Stay away from that. Yeah, but, uh, he's lights. He's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot Joe Mark Weber. And I swear, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Well, let's get they were hitting the way. ground like stacks of like <laughs> sacks of wet cement. Oh. <laughs> I had to have flown at one point. <laughs> right. That is that is one of the greatest half hours of television ever. <laughs> it's uh it's certainly on that list. Uh, in in the bottom left, reminiscing, uh, he left Rockford Files on the TV tonight. Uh, but uh, he's finally he, he finally has the makings of a comic book show. It's Ragtime Rob. Yay! One a comic. Hooray! Yes, so so glad, so glad to not be at work. I bet you have the whole week off. Uh, no, no, I, I went in today and really I, I shouldn't have. Oh, oh boy, special ed. Uh, I thought today was just to click the button on the, the VCR kind of day. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what today should have been. But oh, no, 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 no. That's what yesterday. Holidays. 
Holidays are meltdown central. Yeah, two two day week should just be. Hey, we're putting on Ghostbusters. No, no, it is a uh, it is a green light of. Hey, um, normally we get five days to drive people nuts. Let's do it in two. Right. Okay. Condense. Still got to hit quotas. Yeah. 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 We got yeah, standards. There's, you know. there's, there's quotas. Mm-hmm. And uh, to to celebrate the release of GI Joe 301, hooray! Uh, we are fortunate enough to have the creative consultant for Skybound. That's right, Diana Davis is bottom right today. Hey, thank you. I got a new title. Hooray! You're halfway through a box of wine. Uh, we'll call, we'll say halfway. All right. <laughs> Not safe. It's cran grape. I'm just sure. saying that, that barely yeah. barely meets the minimum requirement inebriation to be on our show. I got family coming in a couple days. That box isn't going to last the next couple right. hours. Oh, no, no, alcohol coming. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, do you have enough alcohol to, to sustain family coming in? We might. I asked my mother to br- bring more, and Cullen went out and got a couple bottles. So hopefully we'll make it through. Good. Good. And so long as you're prepared. Yep. But, um,. It, if you're watching us on YouTube tonight, do all those cool YouTube things. Uh, give us a little thumbs up and su- certainly subscribe to our channel. Uh, visit all of, of our social media down below in the in the description. Do all those cool YouTube things because uh, we count on you to grow. Uh, if you're catching us on Facebook, uh, be sure to give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a heart. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do what you can over there. Uh, we we'll we'll grow as much as you let us grow, because uh, Lord knows we're on all this social media, and we can't we can't access any of you uh, because they put their own paywalls in place. Because that's how social media works here in 2023. Oh boy! Right, you put in all that work to to grow your brand, and then they take it away from you. Man. So there's got to be something we can do. Right. Whatever extra clicks you can give us, that's what you can provide us for the holidays. Clickage. Clickage and shareage. Clickage and shareage. It means more when you do it than when I try to do it, because when I try to do it, they just throw me in a box. That's what you can get your loved ones for the holidays, mm-hmm. is a recommendation. Fits in every budget. Uh, Matt Rubin says, uh, skip the cranberries and pumpkin pie. If you forget the alcohol, you're not invited to Thanksgiving dinner anymore, apparently. Uh, I mean, really, if you skip the alcohol, you're you're not on our show. My sister and brother-in-law don't even drink, which I think would probably make Thanksgiving easier for them. But <laughs> Maybe they'll start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, figure Six Pack wants to know, what's the difference between pumpkin and sweet potato pie? Does one have more fiber than the other? Oh, yeah. It's the MDC. Most yes. valuable, Colin. There you go. That's a, Most that's valuable. A oh, he's stripping for you guys. Apparently. Oh, hey. That's that's the post show, Colin. I do not want to share him with others, but there right. you go. He's hey, a look, performer. We need, we need up the numbers. All right. That's right. <laughs> we just said we want to up the subscription base, and here comes right. Colin with skin to win. Right. Right, 100 more subscribers right there. Nice. I try. I would try it, but we'd only go negative. Oh, hey, Cole, come back here. Right, we can't, uh, we, we um, what's the difference between pumpkin and sweet potato pie? 
One is made of pumpkins and one is made also of sweet come back and say hi. You want more? Is that it? I would yes, say there's, there's no difference. They both suck. So no, how dare you? Both are good. Oh. Yeah, I, I like both. I prefer pumpkin between the two. Um, I can see it like the thing about pumpkin pie is it is possible to do it poorly. Mm. Right? Like, like it's tough to really screw up an apple pie. It can be done. It, it yeah. can be, I put your horror stories down below in the comments by all means. Uh, but uh, pumpkin pie is an easy one to get to screw up. So, so I can appreciate if if you don't have a good pumpkin pie. But uh, but both are good. I like both. Am I ever going like, to say? I'm never going to say no to pie. Period. Really. I like pumpkin cheesecake. Okay. That is good. I have, I got to sample something like that once. And Dustin Jeffrey, he has the right idea. Uh, pumpkin pie is That's an it. excellent vehicle for extra whipped cream. So, do you like pumpkin pie enough to eat it without whipped cream? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One, yeah. I do. Fair like enough. It does smell like blackberries. Pumpkin oh. pie smells like blackberries? No, the wine smells like... I thought oh. we were doing wine tasting. Here, look, we oh. have our wine. Why do you not have wine? Right. Cullen, stoop stoop down a little bit again, man. It's it's a premiere. You got to you gotta get in here. It's so tall. Stoop Limbo down. time. There yeah. we go. There's, that's He's Cullen, everybody. He can't hear any of that. He can't hear you. This guy works five jobs right now. That's right. Four. I'm down to four now. Oh, four jobs right now. The bowl is done. He gets a, he gets two glasses. Give him your glass. Now. Right. He, he gets as many glasses as he wants. He works five jobs. <laughs> I love the celebrity walk-in. That's awesome. That's right. Well, some people's graphic designs have been really weird lately, but yeah. <laughs> That's all right, though. It's it's good to uh, to expand your boundaries. Right. Good to develop new worlds. Yeah. It's not every show that we have a guest co-host and her muse on yeah. at the same time. So that's pretty good. We just, right? When he, he took off that jacket. Woo! Right? <laughs> I thought he was going to spin it and then whip it down. Maybe that's next show. Or maybe that's a post show. I don't know. But yeah. That's, that's, that's for yeah. later. Yeah, fair enough. That's the after That's the after dark where we won't get demonetized. We always <laughs> say the post show is better than the real show. Right. You, you, can't, uh, you can't do that sort of thing in the first minute. They'll take take that money right out of our pocket. Yeah. That whole 45. You can play licensed music and not get banned. That whole 45 cents that uh, that we would have earned on this episode. Mm. Oh, don't. Yeah, you got to have that, though. Because I, I take out all the in-video in ads because I care about our list, our, our viewers. That's right. We don't, I we appreciate don't that. In-video ads suck. Mm -hmm. They're the worst. There's Claude's head. Right. Oh, oh, hello. Speaking hey, of distinguished males. And this time, we didn't forget the gravy. Ooh, I could drink a cup of gravy. As a kid, that's all I wanted. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading live comments about pie, so I, I apologize. I kind of... Yeah, cheesecake is a pie, Dustin. Uh, Firefly says, I always bury my brother's slice of pie in a mound of homemade whipped cream. He always gives me the side eye when I serve it to him, but never leaves anything. Well, no, of course not. It's still whipped cream. Whipped cream I, I, is good. You should smack him for that side eye, because clearly you understand what pie is about. Might I suggest hitting him with that big plate of whipped cream? Come on now. Smack. <laughs> much, 
much like Curly or Mo. Yeah. <laughs> or Dom DeLuise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you had Dom DeLuise on your What's on Joe Mind bingo card. Well, truthfully, he's never far away. Because yeah. we, we will do the celebrity intro for Mr. Dom DeLuise. <laughs> And you know, somewhere lurking in the background will be Burt Reynolds. That's right. Saturday Night Live cut on that one. If anybody can name the sketch that one is from, I can. Yeah, I know Rob can because we've been. That goes back to like the eighties, right? Yeah, we've been. It does. We've been reliving that every day since it aired. Oh, it is one of my all-time favorite sketches. They put it up for Christmas last year. Ooh. Here's a hint. That's a JLS Comics. <laughs> Live free or pie? Yes. yes. Damn it, yeah. I would rather live free and pie. But mm -hmm. I did make a cheesecake out of blue cheese and smoked salmon once. I see. It was it was really good. Okay. But it, it wasn't a dessert cheesecake. It was like an appetizer cheesecake. No, okay. I would figure that that, that sounds a bit more like a quiche. Yeah. But people liked it. They're like, this is weird. But it's kind of good. It's like bagels and locks in cheesecake form. Uh, Derek Holloman has the guess out there that Chris Farley is involved. No, actually. No, no, he not, is. He's there, but he's not really a major part of it. No, no but he is Mr. Dom De Louise. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, but uh, but, but I want a big quote, part. While we quote Dom De Louise, Dom De Louise, not a big part of the sketch in question. So, but uh, here's another clue. Oh, what about Tahoe? Anyways, we've we've wasted enough of the public's time. <laughs> I don't know. We got more time. No, we really we, we haven't. We have not yet begun to waste time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you on, know the, us. Come on. on the show rundown, it said nine to nine twenty waste time. So we're out. <laughs> now we got to move on. Yep. <laughs> but, got that done. Yep. Check. Done. But, um, Blather. It's time for community calendar. That Hi. was the MacGuffin device. It alters the fabric of reality. Again, that is my favorite. <laughs> That's how you careless whisper. Right. If you have anything for community calendar, send it to that email on the screen. Uh, what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. I'll get it up there again. Eventually what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. Pointing to it there it is everything. If you've got anything for the show, whether it's community calendar, whether it's a, a custom that you want to share, whether it's a letter for the, the old post sock, all of it goes right to what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. They're posted socking. Yeah. Where'd it go? There it is. Come on, buttons. Work with me. Work with me. Coming up this weekend, it's the Roma Collectibles Black Friday weekend sale. Hooray. And uh, that is happening in uh, Springfield, Ohio. Do they say Ohio like they say Missouri? Uh, no. 
Mark, you used to know people that worked at Kenner. Did any of them say Ohio? They were a decent amount of Ohio people. Aaron Archer and uh, and my first boss there, uh, uh, Jerry Javoin. But they didn't have any distinguishable Ohio accent. The only people who say Ohio are people from Missouri. There you go. Probably. I do want to want to compliment Aaron Dietrich for his hat wearing skills. That looks like it should fall right off. But look, he's got. That's why you need to to get out to Springfield, Ohio, and and shop at the Robo Collectibles store because uh, he needs a he needs a hat that fits a little better. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there could be a fair amount of suction up there. Just <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that is uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They are open twelve to seven Friday, Saturday. 12 to 5 Sunday. Every purchase in store is 10 to 25% off. And you figure that out by spinning the big wheel. And they've got the, the big wheel video of the big wheel posted on their Facebook page. You can see the big wheel in action. Um, the uh, Roma Collectibles G.I. Joe comic, which is Real American Hero 256, uh, with their special variant cover, is free with every in store purchase. 20% off every online purchase at RomaCollectibles.com and 20% off of most items on the Roma eBay store. I believe it's Roma Toys on eBay. So be sure to, if you've got any kind of time this weekend, if you're in the area of Dayton, Ohio, uh, get on out to Roma Collectibles. If you're not, then hit them up online. Uh, make sure there's there's whatever shopping you're doing to, to augment your your uh, toy collection. Do it with Roma Collectible. Twenty percent off most items. It's just not beachhead. Everything's at beachhead. Full price beachhead. Full price. They they probably go twenty percent over. <laughs> no, true. no one that I I would just be hitting them up anyway. <laughs> Still a heck of a sale. Absolutely. I'm right. holding out though. I'm not I'm not making the in person trip to Ohio until they have Paul Roma signing in store. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> or Jim Powers. He's probably cheaper. Why uh, Why would Jim Powers be at Roma Collectibles? Just to piss Paul Roma off. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But, um, cheapest Big Spender says, oh, remember to wear your Michigan jersey for free prizes. <laughs> uh, I can't condone that. That might not be the best play. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, Aaron and Mary Mercenary there, they would not care. Yeah. But you may have some issues with some other folks. Just wear a black hat of some type. Uh, Beta Ray Bob says, no offense to the hosts, but Absorbid Community Calendar intros have become my favorite part of the show. Thanks for that. Mine That's- too. <laughs> 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 but, uh, we, we love uh, we love Absorbids. He's actually working on some new ones. I've gotten to see some of the some of the the formative clips. I don't quite know where the plot's going yet, but well, I mean, I do know where the plot's going. We have a, we have a big cliffhanger coming up. Oh, we're, all, we're almost to the end of season one. Oh wow! So, um, so yeah, there's there's more coming after that, certainly. Wait, you mean there's a plot to those? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I haven't. I should string them all together. Well, I I do once once I premiere. All of the individual ones, there is a supercut ready to go. So, so we will all, you know, if, if you haven't been following along, you know, like last week, for example, Phil was introduced into the Absorbids universe. So, well, that's how you know you've made it. 
this this week we we get to see more you know like there's more Phil. <laughs> Hashtag more Phil. <laughs> fill her up. Come get your fill. Yeah, literally, literally like please, somebody. Uh, just want to inform the host you all have talked about Hercules Hernandez and Paul Roma on the show. You owe us a power and glory discussion now. Right. Oh, no wrestling. Is it wrestling? No wrestling. <laughs> I, I don't know how much there is to talk about power and glory. I don't know who those guys are. Uh, Let's talk about Sergeant Slaughter, and then Diana can't can't complain about it. Well, yeah, I, he's see? a cool guy. Right. I mean, Mark helped glory. me up on stage to see Sergeant Slaughter at SDCC. That's right. That he was found me. He's like, get up there. That, that's the same show where he threatened to jam his finger up my nose. That was a great show. He was a Sarge. What are you going to do? Yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's, um, uh, Dustin Jeffrey says, Phil's not wearing pants in his intro. How much more Phil do we have to see? Well, apparently more. He's wearing pants. They're just very short pants. Yeah, he's wearing them on his head. <laughs> I'm not sure that counts. Oh. Well, the people when Phil decides to go full Winnie the Pooh. That was at Disneyland. <laughs> the happiest place on earth. For somebody. But again, uh, if you're anywhere close to Springfield, Ohio this weekend, get yourself out to Roma Collectibles. There's no excuse. None. Zero. How many excuses, Mark Weber? None. You going to be there? Uh, no, because they told me don't show up unless I can bring Mary a Skeletron figure. Mm, that's <laughs> a tall order. Yeah, I don't have one handy. Diana you Davis. Could, you could bring her a Slaughter's Marauders barbecue. Man, those there you go. To, those are hard to find. <laughs> like, right? They are getting so expensive on the secondary market. Take a Sharpie and write Skeletron across the box. <laughs> right. that would probably know. increase the value. Right? <laughs> Gabriel Skeletron Kelly. That's it. <laughs> Diana Davis, you sign in comics? Uh, I guess if people send them to me. Uh, it's a weird idea for me, but okay. I think I only had like two guys ever ask me to sign anything. And I'm like, I mean, I will. Uh, it's not like I wouldn't do it, but are you sure? I I'm touched and thrilled and it's, it's cool, but I just, you know, mine's the last tiny name on the tiny name line there in the. I'll sign the front all bigger than anyone else if you want me to. That'd be uh, awesome if, if someone brings up one with like four autographs on it, right? And you sign yeah, over just all over of them. everyone Bam. in gold. Me. Take that, Larry. <laughs> Bart <laughs> asked Mama's chatter, is the show going to run long and interrupt Mama's family? Yes. Uh, we hope so. We hope so. Anything that cuts cuts a little bit more of Mama's family out of your life, yeah. You're welcome. It's yeah. like a public service. Right, um, all, all, all love to Vicky Lawrence, but that was a terrible vehicle to be trapped in for that long. Yeah, it was great as a skit, but horrible as a show. Yeah, it was. Um, most of the time, growing up, um, I was more than happy to to. My grandma lived on the third floor of our house, and we were more than happy to go up there watch whatever grandma had on TV. We did not go up and dominate grandma's television. But usually if we ran up there and she was watching Mama's Family, we ran back downstairs. <laughs> we got time to read a book. Nomad's <laughs> Wandering says, we will be joining Mama's Family already in progress. 
That's the one where Ken Berry's character does something stupid. Right. Oh, that would be a horrible drinking game. Uh, Matt Rubin says, my ex loved Mama's family. Uh, that's that's, good, that's good to read because that means she's your ex. Yeah, sounds like you made a good choice there. Or a course correction. Right. Quality decision being made there. Good job, Matt Rubin. Um. Sean Rizzle asks, Mike, will you sign my Super 7 Sunbow Snake Eyes? As the voice of Sunbow Snake Eyes, absolutely I will. <laughs> absolutely. Stay golden, pony boy. <laughs> Who, who's got the background music going? So, so somebody's moving a chair. Background noise. What's, what's what does it sound like? Could be Cullen listening to us on the TV out that way. It's possible. Might be. It does sound like something. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute these to prove it's not me. I was just assuming it was Mark's kids. That was my guess. Yeah, these darn kids. We we got a good show going too if it weren't for those darn kids. I'm surprised you can pick it up. Hold on, I'll shut the door. Oh, that means dislodging the cat. We just oh. shut. We just shut Cullen out. Well, and no, because he's boss. watching on TV. He's not really shut out. He's just watching TV. us in the next room. It's meta. I bet I look great in HD. Uh, Firefly yeah. asks, Michael, you signed my Hall of Sna Fame Snake Eyes version 4. He has no clothes and one leg. My brother played hard with him. I think that's a sounds personal, but sure, I'd sign him. Watch this. That, this, that this, is how I, right too. this is how I look on the 4K HD. There he is. That's our boy, 3D, Claude. 3D House of Cats. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Next up, Steel City Con happened in December 8th through 10th. That's at the Monroe Conventions, Monroeville Convention Center, just outside of Pittsburgh. You can get all your ticket in, and uh, information at SteelCityCon.com. Guests will include uh, Kurt Angle, Alec Baldwin, Peter Billingsley, Nev Campbell, John Cleese. Giancarlo Esposito, Pam Greer, Rose McGowan, Matt Rubin and Bart, the comedy stylings of Matt Rubin and Bart, Kiefer Sutherland, and uh, not Dylan McDermott, but definitely Dermot Mulroney, and many, many more. It's like they went through Hollywood with a great big net and just grabbed anyone. Yeah, it's well, a, up until last week, they weren't doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a big it's a big show. This is a, a large large show, and it is a huge guest list. I would encourage you, if you're interested, to visit the website and purchase your tickets in advance because that'll that'll save you some money off of a pretty expensive ticket. Um, is, is Nev Campbell going to sign more Scream DVDs or Wild Things DVDs? Scream. Yeah, I guess that's what smart money is. I wouldn't say Scream. Yeah, ten years ago, Wild Things. But I think I think these cons have become more accessible to to the lady folk, uh, so probably probably more scream now. Um, Bart asks, "Will Alec Baldwin be signing pistols?" Let's Ooh, I don't, no, I'm not, not going to. I'm not going to put near that stuff. Poor guy. Not funny. I'm sure there's a lot of therapy that person ha he has to have. That must I mean, have been horrible for him. Poor I mean, poor gal. Right. 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 Somebody somebody didn't get to go home because of that one. So Yeah. Yeah. The whole he, thing's a mess. 
comedy is tragedy plus time. We need a little more of the uh, uh, more time. Yeah. Little more time. I, I don't know how much time it would take for that to be funny. There's nothing funny about that situation. Yeah. But um, let's see. David Andrews says, I basically owe Steel City Con for Joe parts and pieces and my other toy lines that I'm trying to complete. That's an expensive show to go to for parts and pieces. Maybe they got the good parts and pieces. Maybe. Maybe that's, maybe that's what you got to do. Is parking free? I have no idea. I would, uh, I'm going to guess not because it's a civic convention center. Usually mm. have have paid parking. And if you were going to bring your Fire Matt Canada sign. You're late. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> not really, but. You're late. Yeah. You're late. No, Steel City Con is going to be the Matt Canada firing Irish wake. <laughs> My son texted me. He was in uh, D.C. with uh, the student council. He texted me today in all caps and just said, the bad man is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I just said back a question mark. Like, that's kind of a harrowing text to get from your high schooler. It was like, yeah, Steelers fired Matt Canada. Oh, we're, we're getting updates on the parking situation Ooh. at Steel City Con. <gasps> parking is free, guys. Parking is free. That's a big savings. That is a Pittsburgh legend, Patrick Stewart. Better known as Picard on Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, hey, yeah, Andrew, the 10 is open. And now you can get to L.A. either on the 5 or the 110. But not the 405, because it's jammed. jammed. The 405 is always jammed. You got you to gotta tell me when you're reading comments off the screen, because we gotta we got to put those up so other people can know what you're talking about. Well, I figure the freeway ones now are, like, popping up. They just stick out. But hell yeah, it opened... Way ahead of schedule. That, that's why I put the Californians one. That's why I used it today. Because I figured yeah. with... with uh, you used it because it's the best one. The queen of LA traffic. We needed to, to make sure that that was done. But we yeah. also had we also had Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Double appropriate. It hella... You don't understand that freeway is the the part that burnt down is the part right where people go from one or the other freeway into downtown or go from the ocean inland or the inland to the ocean so it impacted north south on both the 5 and the 110 and then that backed up onto the 101 and the 134 and then to the 210 and well, there Even was an the arson investigation on that, wasn't there? Oh yeah, it's it's arson. They believe yeah, someone they they was Yeah, and they're well, they're just it's crazy. I'm glad it opened because it would have been hell for LA to go months and months without that. Would have been it Yeah, it would have made it hard to get who, who, go home. It was Stuart. Stuart. You would have had to take La Brea, which is right where you belong. To Alhambra and take it all the way up. The five backed up all the way to Castaic, and if you're Phil or anyone else who lives in it, in this area, you know that's that's a freaking long way. The cheapest big spender says, "Damn raspberry, damn you, Lone Star." <laughs> well played, well played. <laughs> we love our non sequiturs, but they're also segways. Same weekend. New Jersey Collector Con going on in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um, 
totally different part of the world, kind of. Anyways, that's a uh, free parking there. We don't have to. We don't have to turn to Pat Stewart for that one. Uh, but free parking at the Cherry Hill Holiday Inn in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, for New Jersey Comic Collector Con. Um, something about Darth Vader's lightsaber still seems off-putting. <laughs> He's super sassy too. It's gonna be a good show. They're gonna have snake eyes cut Optimus Prime's throat, so that, that's always a good show. It's like Lionel's hair. It's it's almost like it's his power corn dog or something. I don't. I just... yeah, that that definitely looks like the uh, the ill-fated inflatable lightsaber from the first Star Wars movie. <laughs> I gotta say, if Snake Eyes spine or Asukage steel katana hits Lionel's red mane, Snake Eyes gonna need a new sword. I'm just saying. Look at the glory of that red hair. It's fantastic. It's pretty amazing. The best. Why doesn't he have a sword though? Lionel has a sword. Why isn't he holding it? Because it's a B-list property. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe whichever one of the Spider-Men that is stole his sword. That is a John Romita Spider-Man. That's the real one. The ben, true one? Ben Riley. All right, cut his mic. Lionel always looks like he just shaved and has been tanning <laughs> for weeks. He has. That's really the secret to it all. Nomad's Wandering says Vader looks like he's holding a fraternity paddle. <laughs> uh, the one down below is even better. Yeah, Cullen's chiming in. Uh, it looks like a big stick pops. It's a pop. <laughs> uh, Andrew Galgan, cool noodle. Cool noodle. <laughs> I like the otter pop. <laughs> it's sort of leaning backwards from the hilt. If your lightsaber's bent, you might have to go get some help. Steve Young's calling it Nerf, and that's that's a new name. Welcome to the show, Steve Young. We appreciate you. 49ers legend. 49ers legend, Steve Young. Um, uh, do those big stick popsicles even exist anymore? I don't know. I haven't seen one in years upon years upon years, so it, it's difficult. Or difficult to say, although I, I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't really been looking for them either. Uh, Jake says, Sorry, I'm late. Did I miss Racktime or Batman Animaniacs talk uh, or Batman Animatics talk? Nope. Clearly, we're only half an hour in. We're we're not even halfway through community calendar. I guess I should probably unmute Mark at this point. Please. Oh no. Here we go. Kind of rough, but okay. <laughs> I, kind of, I just kind of forgot. I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, and of course, same weekend, December 10th on Sunday, Toy Man Show out by the St. Louis Airport in Bridgeton, Missouri. It's uh, two stories worth of machinists all full of toy vendors. It's really a sight to see. Um, if you're not finding something at least interesting at Toy Man, you just didn't go to Toy Man. Uh, admissions five dollars. Early bird gets you in an hour early. Uh, that's fifteen. Parking is free and plentiful, and of course, hugging Dave Draper is priceless. We we need to get Dave on just so that we you know could get an update on the the great new craze that's sweeping the nation. Hugging. I I, I threw that at him. 
a little while. I guess it would have been last year at this point. But he doesn't have a computer with a camera. What? Plus, he doesn't want people to know what he actually looks like. So we can't. Uh, I'm pretty sure they know I'm a toy man. (laughs) No, but people are driving in to be like designated huggers. Yeah, we can't find him if we don't know what he looks like. You're assuming that people watch this show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We will. We, we have proven pictures. We have proven over several years they do not. Parking but, three, and that's what kills the show. Okay, fine, you be that way. <laughs> Hug Dave Draper, and uh, remember that's a zero percent discount. Uh, tell him what's on Joe Mind sent you. Make sure to hold on to that hug a little too long, or he'll oh, get yeah. away. Let it linger. Yeah. Let it linger. You got to look into his eyes while you're doing it, too. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe yeah. end with a, hmm, that's nice. Yeah. And, and, and when you're done, give it, give it to this, but don't, yeah. let, but don't let go. Yeah. That little extra squeeze and a wink at the end. Just, the squeeze just means still loading, right? <laughs> he is going to. He is gonna kill us one day. <laughs> Again, assuming he watches the show, which I have my doubts. Yeah, uh, it'll get around. Be better if he didn't. If he was just like, "Where are all these goddamn hugs coming from?" Get him a T-shirt that says "Free Hugs." Right? <laughs> is Dave Draper gonna have to slap somebody? Well, if he tries, just hug him because then that's you're it. close enough that he can't yeah. get you. That's it. When he when he opens up, just hug. Bring it in. Zoom right in. It's what they do in boxing. <laughs> Gets you to the end of the round. Mm-hmm. And of course, same day, SoCal. Hey. Uh, that's going on in in uh, Diana's neck of the woods. Yep. Out in Temecula. Down Temecula way. How, how's rent in Temecula? It's California. How do you think it is? <laughs> it's also wine tasting region, so oh, it's gone you. up. Yeah. If you got to ask, you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Housing prices in California have gone up and up and up. Well, My house is doubled in price. That's nothing new. No. That's nothing new. Are you going to go uh, taste some wine with Phil that day? Might. Would be good. I haven't done it to Mekula. They have some good tasting places down there. Um, and actually, uh, Jamie Sullivan and his wife know some of the good spots down there, too. They aimed us at one or two when we were down there last. Is it uh, Blotto Brothers Vineyard? Yeah. Sensibly che- priced at a dollar a jug. Chewy's House of Wine. <laughs> oh, American Standard Wine. Made in a toilet. <laughs> There's some good stuff in Temecula. It, it it's changed a lot in the last few years, especially since they realized that large groups of bridesmaids and potentially married people or college ladies will rent limos and buses to be driven around and taste wine. That makes a lot of money for any wine tasting re- region. You make wine, Phil. Or your dad makes wine. Yeah, Phil says he doesn't actually drink, but that's oh fine. Well, no, you're supposed to swish around and spit it tasting. out. Exactly. Wine tasting is about spitting it out. So you're fine, Phil. Pouring it into the bucket. Don't act like you suddenly have standards. 
<laughs> that's not drinking. That's wine. Come on. Well, we drink it when no one's looking. Yeah. Oops, I swallowed by accident. So SoCal Joe Show is going on at the Embassy Suites out there in uh, Temecula. Uh, so be sure to check in. And there, too, uh, if you find uh, event organizer Evan Foster, give him a hug. Tell him what's on Joe Mind sent you. He'll love the hugs. He's a huggy guy. Probably will. I, I've heard that. They all have really great uh, con exclusives there, too. That they do. I believe they're doing a, a, a Dreadnought Bat this year. Is that oh it? I see that right? I cannot confirm nor deny, but I'll tell you it will be awesome either way. Their last three uh, exclusives have been snapped up before the show even opened. Yeah, it makes it difficult. Isn't that a Dreadnought Bat going to look like Peter Griffin as the $6 million man? Shh. They're not supposed to know that. <laughs> No, no, it's just it's all it's a bat all fluorescent green like the like that helicopter was back in the day. Oh, like the uh, swamp fire. Yeah. But um, so uh, we're taking bets, Mark Weber. Mm -hmm. Um, what are the odds of Phil being drunk off his ass on December tenth? Ooh, at the beginning or the end? What the end? Like hundred percent. Yeah. After the wine tasting. Is he riding in our car? He's driving. Oh, if he's driving, then... Uh. Bear is driving. If he's riding... Just throw a tarp in there and put him in the trunk. Right? Yeah. The seats can lean back way. You can make a bed out of the, the passenger seat all the way to the, the back seat, so it's fine. He's probably riding shotgun. Just just driving. It'll be all right. Drop that or a rocking chair tied to the roof. It could be like Irene Ryan in the Beverly Hills. That'll, That'll work. We'll drop him off at Disneyland on the way back. That's, that's his home. <laughs> Drunken and pantless. Just leave him at the post office with return to sender on his forehead. And he'll end up at Disneyland. Guaranteed. You won't be the only drunk, pantless person at Disneyland. There's hordes of them. Or the post office. <laughs> well, you have an interesting post office in your town, Mark. I mean, naturally, naturally, Mark, it's the post office. Come we on, get, we get wild in Rhode Island. Let me tell you, I can never see what's going on under the counter. So <laughs> that's just uh, it's where they that's where they let them dry out. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of a better segment to extol the virtues of the SoCal Joe show than this one. <laughs> We've done it proud. Good it's luck, guys. It's like a six-minute live read. Well done. Park Parking's free. There you go. Parking's free, and so are the kids. No, no, no. It's That's fine. They can keep the kids. Take as many kids as you want. <laughs> can I leave a couple? Ooh. You could. Now we're on. That's now how we're they on. get free ones. It's kind of like a take a penny, leave a penny. Yeah, like I don't have any kids of my own. Can I just gather up a few that are wandering around and just can leave them at the show? Yeah, there's toys there. They're happy. They're good enough. That's all I need. Kids don't play with toys. I got a couple candidates over the last couple weeks. <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus. And that's it. That's all we got. I got no new shows because nobody's sending me letters that uh, tell me about new shows. It's community calendar, guys. I'm counting on you for that one. <laughs>
I mean, we're, we're, we're starting to get into the time of year where there's probably not going to be a ton of new shows. No, no. December 10th is kind of the, that last, last out before Christmas. Yeah. Weekend. There, there might be one or two that next week, but I'm, I'm certainly not expecting it. But anyway, I do have a few on tap for, for New Year's. It's just a little early for that. That's exciting. Including our good friends at, uh, uh, KYGI Joe. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, oh backwards child. Oh, oh. This is coming. You're not kidding. Do you see how fast she moved down the stairs? Yeah, I'm surprised she, stayed, she didn't she vault over home, the banister. She stayed home sick today. Uh. <laughs> Whoa! She tested negative for COVID, but positive for the Price is Right. So come oh. on now. Hey, Tuesday is Plinko Day. Is is that true? I don't know, but look at this. Let's say it is. Ask Liz. It's a dog. <laughs> she balances. Oh. Her balance is immaculate. Look at that one paw. <laughs> Gymnast dog. The bane of mailmen everywhere. <laughs> Ever the dog. Keeping us safe since 2000. It's just saying, hello, Newman. Right. My dogs like the mailman, but the mailman doesn't believe it. So right. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Once bitten, once bitten, twice shy, right? Yeah. Right, they're they are a little intimidating looking, so it's, yeah, I can understand. When you see Paloma running towards you with her mouth open, snuggle is not the word that you think of. It's huge folds of skin bouncing in the breeze. Yeah, they can't see part of the run because their lips go <laughs> above their eyeballs. So, <laughs> keep going straight. We're bound to be okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just run till you hit something. Yep. That's it for community calendar. Here we go. That's kind of sad. Right? <laughs> it's we, all right. We'll fix we, it post. Did we get kidnapped by Clawful? Apparently we did. Good lord. Look, man, you took an you took an airplane slug in the back, man. You're 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 in no condition to fight him up. Just saying. Never, never actually been that close to an actual Masters of the Universe figure before. <laughs> I would it, 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 the arm reaching down to pick up the MacGuffin record at the end. It looks familiar, but I can't place it. Yeah, it's Reed Richards. I'm pretty sure. No, no. Nope. Apparently, apparently, out of order. Uh -oh. That's okay. Come on. But, <laughs> I thought that was Mike. That's that, that's the cat's legit cry. Oh no, that's only one. He oh, has okay. quite a, uh, a repertoire of noises that he makes. So, so that was DEFCON 4? Uh, that was like, I want to stand up and be on the show. <laughs> but he's also in my 
Let go of my pants. <laughs> I want to be on oh, the show. Goodness. That's his Lisa Ricardo cry. Um, but yeah, no, he, the thing is he didn't make any noise at me whatsoever until like this year. He was the quietest cat ever. Now he just can't shut up. <laughs> he's got like, a lot to say. He's trying to train his humans, I think. I guess. Hi, Claude. All right. So we had, we had Phil get introduced. Well, that just made it weirder. <laughs> yeah. That's Phil using the MacGuffin device. You saw a quick cameo by Patrick. So clearly we cannot let Phil use reality-altering devices. And I, I did play that one last week when Phil was on, so I, I did miss one, and I'll, I'll play that now to fill in the gap. Oh, good. Hold up by Clawful for some reason. I don't know why Clawful either. I, I'm confused myself, but. Hey, we're all along on this crazy ride. This okay. Crazy, this Why not? Called her. <laughs> and I when I looked wait. back, there was one set of footprints. And he said, that is mine because Clawful was carrying you the whole way. That's right. I can't wait to see the... I the prefer view. to think of him as Zoidberg's evil brother. There you go. I want to see the viewership spike from the gratuitous butt shot of Clawful. <laughs> I'm sure it's just... And then just to get it all back in regular order. Is that long shot? I don't know. Cliffhanger. I think it's the blue marvel. Anyway. It's like the 80s when we tried to figure out who shot JR. So remember, if you've got anything for us, anything at all, community calendar, uh, lazy bastard customs, mail Ooh. call letters, anything, anything at all, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. That's where you want to send it. Or headless cat. Lazy bastard customer. I need a head. The laziest. Kind of a analogy for America. Right. Somehow. Let's put a steel brigade head. I mean, uh, steel trooper head on it. It'll, it'll work. Bill says, "Oh, good. We're bringing Patrick down to down. Yes. Down. Is that your your 
we have we have somebody who is willing to create content for us and you're you're saying oh no let's i'm poo-pooing that phil phil they turned phil. you into, they turned you into robin hood man i'm raptor he's got fuzzy pants <laughs> fuzzy pants foxy pants see he absorbed bids. He 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 recognizes. Yeah. He understands. This has got to be uh, an extremely valuable wham vinyl to be worth all that. That's the MacGuffin device. It's it's vintage. The MacGuffin device is wham. Don't be misspelling wham, by the way. You have to have that exclamation point at the end. Right. Wham! Wham. Andrew originally paid extra for that. That's right. He didn't pay for nothing. He didn't know. Not anymore. <laughs> he paid for all of the copies of his uh of his own album from 1990 because somebody had to buy him. Yep. I believe it sold something like seven thousand copies. Wow. And I would not. Mm. There were six thousand nine hundred copies in Andrew Ridgely's garage on this. <laughs> that is that is Kirk Van Houten. Ouch. Well, I mean, the first single was "Can I Borrow a Feeling." <laughs> no. Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> it's time for the news. Jesus, Martavis Christ! What's on the news? First news item. Do 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 do. Come on, news item. There we go. Legends of the Hidden Force, less than two weeks left on its backer kits, closing at the end of the month. Be sure to check out what's on Joe My 256 and Special Edition 84 for more details. Uh, or you can just head over to the website and it'll fill you in as much as it can as far as what figures are available uh, right there. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Force with hyphens dot backer kit dot com. But, um, it, again, this is all funded. This is not a Kickstarter. This is a backer kit. The Kickstarter program is is over. This is just to, to be able to get in on the same production run. You do not have to be a pledge. You, you do not have to have pledged the Kickstarter in order to get in on the backer kit. Uh, so if you missed your chance on Legends of the Hidden Force, this is the time. Remove yourself from the fifth helping of Pi. Go to the computer. Back. Go to the just computer and get on back. Eat whipped cream and order. Get <laughs> thrown at you like Mo. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm pointing the wrong way. See that guy with there? That guy? He has fabulous pants. They're like gray, but then flashy red on the inside. Oh, yes. They're fabulous. Oh. The little explosion effect is right on top of the guy that Mark likes best, so we can't point at him. Yeah, he's good, though. Does he have fabulous pants? He does. Oh. He's got gradient pants. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. Nothing like a gradient to say quality. Next news item. Here we go. Hey, Cobra Mothership, still up there. Um, as of yesterday, 1,441 backers. That is an improvement of 
eight over last week. Mm. Um, so, Mark, Mark, I don't like your odds on this one, brother. I want it to go. I'm one of those 1441, the few, the proud. Um, it's in, a in fairness, most things, especially the more expensive they are, they tend to go kind of dormant in the middle of a campaign. So, but I don't know that there's a finish big enough to make this thing hit the finish line. Yeah, we, we're three weeks from the end on this one. So December 11th, if you can't, I, I still maintain that. Uh, look, this is a great project. And I, I just think it would have done better in the springtime. It's hard to watch. I mean, we, we'll see. Maybe, maybe there's a big bump at the end, but that's that's a big bump at this point. Mm. Uh, I don't I don't see the next two weeks being any different than the previous two weeks where maybe 15 backers came on altogether. And then we'll really see that last week, what that bump at the end is going to look like. But uh, but again, it's just a big ask in November and December, a big yeah. ask. I never ran anything like this, any kind of of funded and will make it kind of thing ever. But I wonder if you were planning something, especially ambitious and big like this, if you had a couple stretch items that you might be willing to throw onto it, if it looked like it was struggling, right? Right. If you would have planned something like, cause obviously it's, you know, maybe there's a little wiggle room where it could still be profitable, but by putting some other things on, they haven't shown you yet. Cause this thing desperately needs some kind of kickstart to the Kickstarter. Because right now it's just, it is, it appears to be dying on the vine. And I really want to see it succeed, but there's just no momentum with this right now. I think taking the money up front, yeah, just like Firefly said, I think taking the money up front really hampered them. I, I don't know how much of a difference that makes, though, because it's just a big chunk of money, whether they're taking it now or they're taking it next month. It's $600 with shipping. Yeah, but and in terms of sales psychology, people feel comfortable paying if it funds, you know, and, and sure. if it ships. And so you're I mean, more likely. I, mm -hmm. I just figure that if you if you're if you're signing up for it, you have that money budgeted and it's kind of out of your head either yeah. way, you know? So I, I, I don't, I don't know how much of a part that plays. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say that it doesn't play any, but I, I don't think it's 2000 back. Um, again, I, I look, I'm, I'd be happy to be wrong about all that stuff. Um, I'd love to see it fun too. I'm not getting one either way, but it's more because whether I'm getting charged $750 for ship plus crew now or $750 on December 11th. Yeah. It's not happening. I don't have $750. Yeah. It's, it's Christmas. I'm have other places that I have to spend money. Yeah. yeah. The, t the timing is yeah, bad. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's beautiful in person. I, I got my last day at uh, Comic-Con. I wandered into the, Super 7 store to see it. It's fantastic. I mean, it is glorious. I love it. But it's one of those ones that I love, like I love a painting in a museum, but I don't have the money or the place for it myself. Right. So it's it's like, it's sad to see that this isn't doing 
spectacularly as it should, but I think there's a lot of people in my place. I don't have the room or the money. It's 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 uh it's a big thing, and you're kind of a little person. Do they let you ride around in it? Ooh. I did sit on top of it and and make pew pew noises. Right. But that was after I made my purchase, and then I wasn't allowed in the store anymore for the rest of Comic-Con. Yeah. Perhaps you should have stopped before you waved the cowboy hat like Slim Pickens. Right. Strange love. Yeah, that was a problem. <laughs> I think you flip this bad boy over, take it up the big bear, and sled. Yeah. You could. You could, or, or or skim along the waves on the beach. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, wave skimmer. <laughs> oh goodness! So we are. Op- we'll we'll hold out hope, but uh, frankly, optimism is starting to wane. Um, there is just uh, there is not a lot of momentum going here. But hey, we'll hang in there for you. We'll keep plugging. We got what three more shows? We'll do, yeah. we'll do a weekend. It'd be cool if it backed. We'll see you next week on the march to fourteen forty nine. Look out, yeah. fourteen fifty. We're coming for you. In such a golden year, it's really sad that there's a cool thing like this that that is struggling. Yeah. That's um. Next news item. Hey, more from Super 7. Woo! Uh, one of the folks over at His Tank got into the Target system and pulled out some some pre-order listings. Or some, I don't, I don't know if they're pre-order listings so much as they're just coming soon listings. Reaction Wave 8. You can see the list there. We don't have pictures of any of them. I got a red jackal up there from uh, from the old Action Force line just to fill space. But uh, Serpentor, the Skeleton Warrior from that second miniseries, Cobra Mortal, uh, Sabretooth, Dana, uh, Scarlet in her Deke colors, Lady J in her Deke colors, Red Jackal, and the Snow Serpent. Uh, so that's a nine-character wave eight, which is one more than usual. But that's cool. We're happy with it. And I don't, I barely dip my toe in on these, but once in a while, if the character is unique enough and there wasn't a better three and three quarter version, they'll, they'll get my, you know, what, 20 bucks and Sabretooth and Dana come on down. Right. I see. I would have thought thought that the skeleton warrior was your jam right there. Is it going to be comic book Dana or cartoon Dana? Doesn't matter. They're both in. Yay! I mean, they haven't done. I thought the comic thing was really interesting because they did Quinn early, yeah. right? And so I'm like, how are they not doing Doctor Venom, right? If if the comics are available to them, come on, right? Yeah. Like the only Doctor Venom ever was that club one that's really expensive. So get in there. And if ever a guy didn't need much articulation. Dr. Venom doesn't have to do a lot of posing for you. No, so. he just stands there and giggles. Yeah, exactly. So I'm wondering if Sabretooth makes his way into Beach Party 86 or if he's just outside the window looking in like. Poor guy. He's not Beachhead. Wasn't he Beachhead? No, he was Firefly. Oh, he was Firefly. The repaint of Firefly. Yeah, Beachhead was kind of Firefly cosplay. They have balaclavas. 
Bye-bye. See, now he'll show back up on the phone. Probably. He's got to reboot. That made us laugh. So, you spurred you spur, you spur a reboot. Yeah, I, I can still see Mark's little window when I take him out like that. Yeah. Is he mad? I can tell what he reacts to. He's flipping me off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the thing with Quinn is they could do the Quinn figure and then they did the old man in the dog sled, and you could just put Quinn on the dog sled. Take the old man off and put him somewhere else. Yeah, you could. Yeah, and it all worked. I think they need to keep doing dog sleds with different dogs. Yes, more dogs. I need a sled of pugs. Because, frankly, that's comedy. That could be good. They would just be pulling in eight different directions because those animals are dumb. Yeah, but there'd be like 20 of them to be able to pull a sled. So they (laughs) just sort of stand still. You could have a hundred of them. They wouldn't pull in it. It wouldn't pull anything. Nope. But they make a lot of noise not doing it. They grunt and fart a lot. That's what they yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> you you'd just get one. And it looks like Max from uh, The Grinch. <laughs> well, that's, uh, Colin asking, uh, when do we get what's on Joe Mind Balaclavas? As soon as, I'll f- as soon as I can find one, frankly. Um, we did. Um, we, we took in some promotional materials and one of those boxes had um, like a woolen cap to get us halfway there. So I could do that. But I figured that, that's probably two minutes. Let Mark back in. You can't say I didn't see that coming. <laughs> We're shooting for it. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you what, the Phantom Zone sucks. He's like a hockey goon. Just itching for that two minutes. I got my two minutes. That's fine. But uh, so that's that's the reaction wave eight as as listed in, I believe, Target's computer. Again, thanks to I'm not going to pronounce that from histank.com. Do we do we assume everybody watching the show knows the Sabretooth backstory? Most yeah. do probably, but Sabretooth was just long, long story short, Sabretooth was a a planned release Back in 1988, it was gonna he was gonna be a, a Tiger Force character, and uh, he did not make the cut for whatever reason. He was a repaint of Firefly in Tiger Force colors, but he was a Joe, and um, and that just it just didn't happen. So, and, and that's exactly where Super Seven should be playing, right? A, a little of that salted right. in, right? Yeah, it's just fantastic. Easy. I'm surprised that. I'm surprised it hasn't happened in in classified. Frankly, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd have figured Sabretooth would have been a an easy one with all the the repaints and the Tiger Force. Uh, that's... Sa- Sabretooth finally gets a figure, and it's a repaint of the uh, of the diaper wearing Firefly. Right. <laughs> and Trip Tripwire hates him immediately. Right, yo man, this is this is kind of my gig here. All right. <laughs> and then Lightfoot's like, "Hey guys." Splash. She's eating things. Cobra Mortal, though. You got a bunch of snake eyes laying around, so you might as well. Easy repaint, right? Someone convinced them to do it. We got the. We got a lot of mold. Or they just got they they got. Or they got a lot of figures coming back from Target. 
That uh, mortal. <clears throat> that bulk order that Big Bad Toy Store put in not looking good now. They sent them all back. Anyways, I don't know. I think they fill a need, but sometimes when when companies start doing deep cuts, they get suggestions to do super deep cuts, and it never works out well for them. Yeah, a lot of Honolulu on the shelf. Well, I love Honolulu, but. The suggestions come from fans who, you know, it may be one guy who's really loud who wants to see something and his five friends want to see it. And, and yeah, okay. But at least those guys will have something they want, which I'm behind, I guess. It's just, I'm torn. Right. Well, it, it's it's an easy redo. There isn't a whole lot of production cost. So I guess if you, you do a short run, you're not eating too much on that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Bart says, next news item, I got a 75-inch TV and my dog is flipping out, barking at Destro. That's Red Jackal, sir. <laughs> I wonder if the dog's barking. Yeah. Dogs don't like jackals. Not at all, especially not ones with robot hands. <laughs> Can you imagine a jackal or a coyote with robot hands? There'd be no stopping them. Uh, it's all it's all that's keeping them from taking over is the inability to get through locks. Mm. You get them picking locks, and it's all over for the rest of us. Civilization, civilization just tips right over. Yep. They don't even need thumbs with robot hands. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, look, it's it's four inch one eighteenth exquisite Hyatt Toys Baroness. Yay! Yeah. Okay. I decide thirty seconds right off the bat. So that Mark Weber can complain about the hair, and then we won't talk about it again. But uninterrupted, thirty seconds for Mark Weber, and go. Wait, no, wait, the... wait, 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 wait. All right, wait. We have to there's a timer. Watch out. Let me get this going. You get this. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be legit about this. Darn it! Thirty seconds, starting now. I mean, she looks great in the first pick. I love that first pick. Totally digging it. Head might be a little small. Uh, but the glasses look great, and that's one of the hardest things to hit, uh, to get make look right on the Baroness. So good for them. But why they're being slavish to the original classified stuff based on a video game that didn't sell, that Hasbro has actually abandoned the look of, uh, I don't get it. And Baroness is not the kind of gal who would color half her hair. That's ridiculous. I don't care. You can change it a little bit. You can update characters. That's fine. But she wouldn't do this. It's dumb. How's that? All right. I gave you 38 seconds. So. Yeah. But I figured. I mean, you, you spent the first few seconds praising it. So I, yeah. I you deserve so, you earned the extra time. 30 seconds of rip. I once colored my hair, and then it costs a lot when you're a woman with long hair. It costs a lot to color your hair. You guys don't know what it's like to be a woman and have to go to the freaking salon and get all your hair stuff done. Uh, and so it maybe, costs a lot. Maybe this is the intro for the upcoming Salon Viper. Are you, are you insinuating that she ran out of money or that she... Yeah, had, well, yeah. She, so she colored her hair and for some reason she just like didn't get back to touch it up. And so it grows out. And so then you call it ombre and pretend you paid for that because that's expensive. But really, you just like, I 
I don't have the time or the money or whatever to go back. So my color parts just sort of grow out. This is like six months after she decided the purple was a bad idea. She's kind right? of a busy lady, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. I think our head looks just about right. I think we're used to huge heads on action figures. Yeah, it could be. I got I to gotta remember that that's, uh, without getting gross here, right? That is actually armor on her chest. So, yeah. all right. All right, fine. But And, and, and saving grace, even I can turn the rest of that hair black, right? There's a Sharpie with her name on it. Right. right? Yeah. So, that easy. Or that's yeah, fixable. Like a Q-tip with uh, with with acetone on it. One, one way or the other. You're either taking something off or putting something on real easy. Yeah. A little manic panic. Yeah. But I, she's she's not got time. She's a busy lady. I she has other priorities. I did. I like all of these toys that they've done. I think this is a pretty slick line, and I'm still uh, cannot believe Hasbro is letting someone else make boring GI Joes, but. Uh, this line's pretty good. I'm I'm behind, but I'm trying to catch up. I'd like to have all these on my shelf at some point. Well, there are any number of of avenues available to you now here in the states. They have a if you go to our 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 posts, we've got it on all of our our social media. I did post the where to find link as opposed to the the one from the the Hyatt Toys website, which will direct you to any number of of U.S. distributors on these figures. So be sure to check that out if you're interested in Hyatt Toys, Baroness, or any of their other offerings. As you can see there, suggest a retail price on the site, $25. You'll probably pay a little bit more. Uh, it's going to be available or in your hands, they hope, summer of next year. Includes two pistols, machine gun, two sets of hands. It's got a knife, it's got a display base, and it's got an indeterminate Eastern European accent. Just like Natasha. Right, right. She will get Moose and Squirrel. Mm -hmm. But um, solid figure. Hyatt Toys has, has done a good job. I, I really, I was not uh, expecting that these were going to be anything special. You know, early on, they gave us the standard Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and they were fine. You know, they were Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, but they've moved into some of the some of the B-list characters and, and even, you know, the rest of the A-list characters. But, you know, we've seen Flint and Beachhead and Lady J and now Destro and Baroness and Major Blood looked really good. Mm -hmm. um, there's really there hasn't been a, a real clunker at any point. It's been a real solid ranges from real solid to excellent mm -hmm. uh, and doesn't really dip below that range very often. They're nice. Mm -hmm. I do wish they'd come with slightly different bases, though. Yeah, they're a little boring, but yeah, whatever. Um, it doesn't it doesn't bother me that much. It's something they can stand on, and that's important. Yeah, it's like the Terminator post-apocalyptic. I think it's ground. Just, it's that swooshy plastic, like uh, like Hasbro was doing with all the vehicles back in the mm -hmm. the two thousands. But are those bones? Are those supposed to be like ribs or something? I can't tell. I didn't. I can't say. I looked at it that closely. Mm. Uh, Phil says he literally picked up his Mezco roadblock from FedEx while this podcast has been streaming. Well, la di da, Phil. Mm -hmm. well. Way to way to way to get product in on the week you're not hosting. Thanks for that, Phil. Put it next to your proton pack, Phil. Well done. 
He truly is Griff McTonkey Bonk today. <laughs> How late is FedEx open out in California? Come on now. Late. Late. Well, I mean, it is. It's only seven twenty-two out there. Yeah, my mine. Yeah, I'm aware of how the clock works, Rob. Thanks. It's own difference. I believe it's. I believe it's two forty-five in the afternoon in California. Oh, I guess I'm not. It's ten twenty-two <laughs> Eastern time, which means like it two forty or is it two fifteen? I don't. I don't. I I always lose track of that. Sort Plus, of they make allowances for the four hundred five being jammed. Yeah, I w I once called my buddy the athletic. Uh, not director, but the sports information director for the University of Arizona to book Lou Dolson on our radio show down there uh, in Arizona and forgot that they were playing in the Maui Classic. <laughs> yeah. So I called him at like 2.15 a.m. <laughs> he was not happy to hear from me. No, no, I don't figure he was. That's, um, but, uh, I mean, you figure if, if it's, um, Accounting for 405 traffic, that if Phil is getting that at 722, that was probably his 330 drop off. So. Could be. That's true. He probably picked it up at 450 right before they closed, and he's just trying to get home. <laughs> Not sure why Phil would take the 405 where he lives, though. Yeah, Josiah Alcorn with advice for Rob. Yeah, tell the guy from Bend, Oregon. <laughs> Bend, Damn. Oregon is. Bend, Oregon is out of time. I did spend uh, 15 years in Arizona, though, where they give daylight savings time the middle finger, right? They're just like, whatever. Like, we need more, like we need more sun. <laughs> it's all we have. Yeah. Not going to give up any more of my life for it. I would be happy to get rid of that. It would be a joy. Yeah, it's totally pointless. Some guy wanted to chase butterflies later on in his day after work, and now we all must suffer. Yeah, man of Rangers, wasn't it? Says, um, where to go? I'm not going to be able to support another range of figures in a different scale again. Oh, I hear you there, man. That's why I, I don't uh, I don't partake on the Hyatt toys. They're they're great to look at. Make no mistake. I don't I don't bear. I'm not here to tell anybody how to spend their money. I I know that this isn't for me because it's not different enough you know and yeah like as, as it is classified as is too much of a redo of the smaller scale for my liking a lot of the time uh but i buy i buy them just because they do it really well like i don't need to do another i, I don't need to do a different line of three and three quarter figures when you know uh, yeah i'm still still buying ones from 30 years ago so i hear you there man uh, Jake Rose asks, "How far off are they from modern scale?" I think they're pretty close, actually. I don't think they're they're too far off from that at all. At the very least, they should be pretty close to you know the uh, the twenty fifth anniversary stuff. Right? No, that's what yeah. he means. Modern scale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The oh, sorry, it's been a day. I think they go about one hundred and two millimeters. I'm just eyeballing it. Right. Right. Give or take. Yeah. <laughs> just a little above, depending upon their hairstyle and their boots. Right. Right. Says here, according to the uh, online conversion rate, that would be four point oh one six inches tall. So pretty much four inch flat. Yeah, right, right in the uh, anniversary modern scale there. But um, so yeah, if it's it's there for you. Pre-orders are up. So uh, if these are your thing, go check them out. 
Next news item. Do do do. Yay! Bad time. To tonight's main event. As you can see there, it's Skybound's G.I. Joe, a real American hero, number 301. Uh, with writer Larry Hama, artist Chris Mooneyham. That cover by Andy Kubert and Brad Anderson. Creative consultant Diana Davis. Variant covers far too numerous to list. That's available now. Go got, get it. My uh, my comic shop actually forgot to pull this for me. My, me too. Um, X wrong with them. But like, I had to let them know. Yeah, I, I made sure that that was it was on my pull list. Absolutely, um, we we had a discussion, uh, but there were still still a few on the shelf. So even if you're even if you don't have it set aside, I know the the word is out that it's a sellout at the uh, at the the distributor level. That doesn't mean that you can't get your hands on it. That just means that the distributor doesn't have any. They're all in the stores. Mm-hmm your local comic shop may well have a copy sitting on the shelf waiting for you to get your grubby little hands on it. Go get it. You have so many covers to choose from. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you do happen to miss out, I bet a second printing would come along. A second printing has been ordered. So, yes. And it comes out, I think, the same day as issue 302. All right. So, December the 27th. I think so. So, get both. There you go. Catch up on one. That's also the day for the first issue of Duke. <gasps> I love that book. It's going to be fantastic. So be fantastic. Let's, let's not give the guest host a coronary on the air. Let's try to avoid that. Right. <laughs> oh, so much Duke. Okay. <laughs> inhale, exhale, inhale. I'm not familiar with that character. Does he do stuff? <laughs> he does lots of stuff. <laughs> He is like, Diana, were, were you a little nervous when you got your first peek at Duke number one that, oh, my God, please don't let this be bad? Oh, <laughs> well, I, they, they, you know what? I was given promises over a year ago that they weren't going to kill him in the first issue <laughs> or the fourth or the tenth. So that, that calmed me down just a bit because, you know, that's everyone's go to. We'll do something new. Right. Um, yeah, I was a bit, but no, it's great. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. Duke number one and Cobra Commander number one should be pretty spectacular. It's not ARH by a long run, but it's it's Perkman. I mean, it's they, they're gonna they're gonna get to do stuff that other people haven't gotten to do. I think that I think that's a good point. In a in a very different way. I think there's, I won't say better, but a different kind of excitement for those two books, right? Yeah. Because for this one, it's like uh, people who are into it are thrilled that Larry is going to continue to tell his story, right? Art totally, art totally different and a very cool art style. But mm. the other ones are more, are more of the unknown, right? We yeah, aren't people sure are... what we're going to get. And that's exciting in its own way. There have been many tries and some of them have been great and some of them have been not so great and some of them were great at the time, but looking back, they're like a little cringy. Um, and some of the great ones weren't allowed to continue, which is a shame. Uh, but ARH, we know Larry's going to knock it out of the park. He's doing great. And they're dedicated to making it look beautiful, which it does. You guys don't know the amount of work over the last year that has gone into just the, the first issue, if not the first like six issues. It's been it's been a lot of work, but 
everyone's been working hard and every single person involved wants to make it the best book they can. So, uh, it, and forgive me if this is not a question you're allowed to answer, but now that mm -hmm. things have settled, um, how, how long as somebody who, who was involved, however, you know, in whatever manner that your, your consulting gig is like, I don't want to, I don't want to cast you as somebody who has, uh, you know, editorial powers or any kind of creative control, because uh, that is unfortunately not the case, uh, or fortunately, because we don't need Duke with the ability to fly and leave tall buildings. No, he just needs to stand there looking awesome. <laughs> but anyhow, um, how far back did you guys know that Skybound was where G.I. Joe was going to land? Probably I was one of the last people to know. Um, <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> but I knew before Bleeding Cool spoiled it for everyone. That's for sure. Um, we knew it was ending before we knew where it was going. And that was hard because we didn't know where it was going. And for all the people at IDW who didn't move on, that's a loss of a job. So it was, it was, it was hard. And I didn't know whether I was going to be moving on either because when a book goes to a new publisher, they kind of want to make it their own. So they're not necessarily going to carry people over. Um, I was lucky. I, I had Larry on my side and, um, uh, publishing at Hasbro on my side, um, Mike on my side. And so it was great. I had people who thought I was worth carrying over. So we knew long before the final issue came out. And then I would say, I, the best I can say is I knew where it was going way before 300 came out. And I just had to keep my lips shut. So issue 300 would have been a year ago this month. Yeah, we we were without a real American hero for a, a calendar year. Like, how far back did you know from that point? Would you well, say I can't I can't be specific, but it was it was at least several months. Like summertime, somewhere around there. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I can't be super specific because it's not my my news to share. But I'm sure people knew before me. Right, um, right. I mean the 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 writing was on the wall. Um, cause they, they had spent a lot of PR effort on Paul Aller's book and then for it to just suddenly go away and then get a quick tie up. Like you knew something was up. I'm not sure if that actually was connected, believe it or not, because there were, I mean, there were other books that were good as well that got shut down before they went to fruition for one reason or another, um, such as the nature, um, depending upon what the execs at the top of Hasbro felt is generally the final call. So if they had a benchmark to continue a book and even if it was a good book, it didn't meet that. I I'm sure that might've had something to do with it. So I can't say that Aller's book, which was fantastic ending early was connected to that. Yeah. I, I just, I, I would, I would think with the, the good press that it generated that they at least have a favorable impression of it, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. So, the wrong book, the wrong way. And it, it could have all just come crashing down. Yeah. And, the P PTSD issue was fantastic. I, I don't think they ever explained to him what the situation was. I think it just was one of those where it just ended. So yeah, I've been trying, I've, I've reached out to him a couple of times to, to try and get some, but he has not responded to 
to those questions. So, but anyways, um, not here to, to bury the past. We are certainly looking ahead to the future. Uh, we are going to throw up, uh, the banner. Don't throw up. Anyways, we're going to uh, throw up the banner. We have potential spoilers. So if you don't, want to be a part of any part of the book discussion, this is a good time to maybe go get a drink, uh, fix yourself a sandwich. If you're catching us on replay, maybe forward ahead until we don't have a blue banner going at the bottom of the screen anymore. Uh, but we, it, it is possible that some details may, may work their way into the conversation going forward. So just want to make sure that it's, it's out there and that anybody who wants to avoid that part of the discussion has that warning. So uh, I'll, I'll throw this over to, to Racktime Rob, our comic book expert, sitting at the bottom of the screen, waiting to get kicked out of the conversation again. No, don't kick him out. No, only Mark gets kicked out. Right? How cool would that be? Rob's Rob been waiting ever since wa uh, waiting through Dead Game. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, Dead so. Game. Oh, Dead Game. We never, oh, got no, we never got a rack time on Dead Game 5. That's okay. Yeah, you never will. Anyways. Rack Maybe. time, Rob. You're, you're, throw my hands up, it did. Let, let's get your impressions on G.I. Joe 301. Okay. Well, there's in terms of what I really, really like about the issue, the first two pages are basically a quick recap. Hey, this is what G.I. Joe's about. This is who they fight, you know? And because it has been a year, and I like the fact that I, I, I really feel that Skybound kind of went out of their way to make this new reader friendly. You know, they're giving this because you are coming in 301 starting right in the middle of a storyline. Is that a bulldog snore? Yeah, sorry about that. There's nothing I can do about that. That's splash. I thought, it, I thought it was a bulldog snoring while moving a chair. <laughs> no, that's it's just Splash. She snores when she's awake, but she's letting us know she's relaxing. As usual, our show has put the audience to sleep. There we go. And then, of course, in the back, the profiles. Who are all these people? Right. I mean, to do full character guy? profiles, I mean, you would have needed an 800-page book, but, you know. Right, right. And they're not just re reprints of snippets of file cards. They actually try to yeah. give, give you the, the, the nickel tour on what their what their purpose in the story is. Yeah, and kind of where they are now, you know. Mm -hmm. oh, uh, I wrote those. Hey, did you do those? Nice. Yeah. All right. I did like them. Yay, thanks. Especially the part about Serpenter coming back a little crazier every time, <laughs> which is evident from this issue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get Greg, Greg Augustine's comment up there because it, it is true. Rob's moment after a year gets hijacked by a snoring. Uh, yeah, story of my life. It's the proud what's on Joe mine uh, tradition. Yeah. But <laughs> this is why I wear earplugs when I go to bed, by the way. Right, right. But, uh, my, my question, of course, for those character uh, snippets, why no long range? Well, we could only fit so many on a page. <laughs> he accidentally fell out the back of the plane when they dumped the vehicles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody even remembered he was on the plane. Why would he get a character snippet? Anyway. Yeah. But if we can't remember his name, chances are. 
I, I did look for him, though, because I, I was certain that they were going to forget he was on that plane, but they did actually show him on the plane, if never mention him or make reference to him. See, so, now that's 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 why I'm there. But I think Larry remembered, too, and he tries to spell out, if he misses someone, we'll put him in there. Kudos to the creative team for not forgetting Long Range. The, the yeah. Alex made sure everyone actually read 300, and I think... Um, 299 and 298 as well. So they knew who was where and what went on. Right, right. We had a, it was a, a, a lot of build to uh, try and recapture the momentum that 300 left us with. And uh, I, I think they managed to do that with uh, Wild Bill saving the day uh, by pulling the, pulling up the C105 there. So it was, it, it was almost a, a redo of 300 in, in a lot of ways, but um, I, I don't think that's too severe of a spoiler either. I had a feeling that uh, most folks understood that the plane that had Duke, Lady J, Cover Girl, Clutch, Wild Roadblock, <laughs> among others, that, that plane was going to make it. Yeah, <laughs> in one form or another. It's right. going gonna, gonna to be A-OK. Right. Duke, Duke woke up from his coma. Everything's going to be fine. We're good. <laughs> and then to say, of course, you know, that the whale with the other half of your main characters. Right. right. Well, we weren't, we weren't as worried about them. They, they were not as much in a, in a dire straits as, as the folks in the play. Well, sort of. Kind of. Their, their moment in the, in the crosshairs had, had passed. Well, sort of. They just had to outrun a germ bomb. Right. They just yeah. away. So they, they did that. They did a good job of that. Uh, Diana, what's what's your your thoughts as, as somebody is, who's part of the process? Um talk to us like you're a fan. I think the art is crazy good and something this book hasn't had in a while. I loved all the art that IDW had and all the artists I work with, um, seeing what Chris has brought to this book and his dedication to make it look as awesome as possible has been a joy. And also Francesco with the colors, they work together on the colors. It's not just like, okay, here's inks, now color it. It's the, the Francesco sends his work and Chris, if, he, if it's not the way he wanted it to look, says, well, change this value a little bit, change this up a bit. Um, I also am kind of happy that, again, as I said before, we've got, they've got way more leeway on being a little grittier, which is a shame that IDW didn't quite get as gritty, but um, it's nice to see that finally there's, you know, this is a comic about people in battle and right. there's going to be some gritty things. I think the first time I saw uh, the Chris's version of Serpentor Khan, it blew me away. It really did. It's like just it's frightening. And I'm going to say that I Cobra Commander is back to being a, a frightening threat. Right. Um, Larry seems re-energized, especially actually after 301 dropped. Um, just see the. Um, reaction of fans and readers and other people it's it's it gives him a boost and when he's got a boost he you know those creative juices start flowing so uh i i've enjoyed the heck out of this i hate to leave old friends and people i was working with 
yeah, she's 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 pretty good at that. <laughs> but it's it's spectacular. I mean, since we it we had to go to a new publisher and there was no choice. I'm glad we went to one that is taking it seriously. Like Kirkman really loves GI Joe and the Transformers. He really does. So yeah. he he was really excited to get the book. Josh I know a, little... a big Joe fan too, so I'm kind of looking forward to what he does with Duke and Cobra Commander. Yeah. It's spectacular. Yeah. Without yeah. anything away. I can't because no, don't give like, anything away. I want to read it. <laughs> I'd be in super trouble, but it's spectacular. And I'm not allowed within 10 feet of that book, but um <laughs> it's spectacular. <laughs> At least they know I'm reading, so you know. Yeah. Held Skybound. Back. Held back with leather restraint. Right. Skybound has offices in LA, so if something pisses me off, you know, I know the freeways to take to get there. Right. And you know the freeways to, to the roads to take when those freeways are jammed. Right. Or on fire. Right, or burning. Or both. Yeah. Oh. I think fans will really like it. Uh, some people have said that it's hard for people to get on board who haven't read in a while. But, dude, that's not their fault. Read comics more. Yeah. yeah. Why haven't you read in a while? That's not their. Mm. Hi, Claude. Read more comics. I'm just hoping that somehow people get a gathered edition of the last several issues in IDW. And that will be something to catch up on. Right. And, and and by no means are we advocating read something that you don't enjoy. But maybe if you decide to put something down for a while, you know, maybe revisit it in six months and see if things have picked up for you. If, yeah. you, if you want to read something you don't enjoy, try X-Men Red. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Or whatever they're doing with Spider-Man right now. Hard read. Is Superman uh, fighting Godzilla now? I saw that Superman's fighting Godzilla. He is there is a yeah, DC and uh, Legendary are doing a Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong. But they just photocopied Godzilla from like a poster and then colored him different in each like scene. It looks weird. Save money on tooling that way, right? <laughs> I love Godzilla, but still, oh. But uh, Jake Rose with a with a good question. Uh, where'd it go? There it is. Stop moving live chat. There we go. One day, can you share why, quote, it had to go to a different publisher? I, I can share it now. The uh, license was no longer with IDW, and the new publisher got the license from Hasbro. There you um, go. It happened from Marvel eventually to... Devil's Due, and it happened from Devil's Due to eventually IDW. Was it just purely a monetary decision, or, or was it something where Hasbro was looking to move that, that, uh, that license? That's above my pay grade. Okay. But um, I will say that I uh, the mess IDW is in right now, unfortunately, I'm kind of glad the book found a safe haven. Right. Because IDW's IDW's been in this mess for a couple of years. Yeah, but this 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 is the apex of that mess with the the takeover and the layoffs and high quad. It's unfortunate because a lot of again, a lot of good people are losing work. And there are really a lot of good creative people who worked either with uh for IDW or through IDW. Yeah. 
it's um it's it's one thing to not like how a publisher does its business, but it's something else to be to to not want you know the people who work for them to lose their jobs. And I, I think yeah. some sometimes comic fans blur those lines. Like we don't want IDW to go away. Um, however, this license worked out it's fine, but uh, but it would be sad if they just weren't there anymore. Yeah, we you have to remember the Hasbro owns GI Joe. They own the IP, they own the license, they own the rights, they own everything. Right. And so it's if their they're not happy with you, they can move you. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's their want. And frankly, if I created a a, a universe or an IP, I'd I'd kind of be the same way. You know, you'd be protective of it. Really, Claude. <laughs> I, I have a I have a feeling it was it was a, a financial decision. I don't, I don't think there was anything that said they were ever unhappy with the content that IDW was publishing. I can't confirm right. or deny anything, unfortunately. Right, right, right. I, I don't mean to, I'm, that's just me speculating. That's not me. Yeah. Out there. I, I, I apologize. No, 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 don't worry about it. Um, I just, if I knew I wouldn't be able to say, right. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it happened, but at least we landed in a place where, the entire owner of the company is really eager to have it because he has a personal connection and he wants it to do well. It's, it's nice. Right. And, uh, you know, we we, of course, we have a longstanding friendship with, uh, with Arun Singh, who is their, their head of marketing. And we know he's a, a huge GI Joe guy and a huge transformer guy as well. So, yeah, you know that it's not just Kirkman; it's it's other people in the organization as well. But yep, yep. any anything else you wanna you wanna toss in there? Me, I just want to see how people liked it. I mean, I've been waiting, I've been waiting over a year to see how people like the the first issue, and I've I've been waiting. I mean, the first issue was done a while back. Right. So I've been sitting on it. I thought it might come out SDCC, but no, it wasn't time yet. And so I'm excited to see how people like it because just watching it be put together is fun. And I'm hoping other fans like it as much as I do. I mean, trust me, half my job is just geeking out to all the pictures I get to see. <laughs> there were solid weeks where I just got almost every day it was like a different cover. What do you think of this? What do you think of this? Is this okay? How do you? Is there any notes? That's that's a typical one. Here's a here's a fantastic blow you away cover. Any notes? And yeah, there have been some, but it's cool. It's amazing. It's just like a beautiful book. I hope everyone likes it. Yeah, I I enjoyed it very much. It was a quick read, which is usually a good sign. Yeah. Uh, Mark, you've been kind of quiet. Have you been had gotten a hand, your hands on a copy yet? Yeah, absolutely. I dug it. I I do like the the art style and I hope it's not trite to call it gritty. Right. But that's kind of the look of it. And I like mm -hmm. that a lot. Right. It, it, it's, it, it's kind of fitting that Andy Cooper did the cover because Chris Mooney have has some Andy Kubert in him. Yeah. He, he went to the, the Kubert school. Yeah. So, oh, there you go. yeah. So but, they're, they're, they're doing it all the way and it's just what he comes up with and what he's already drawn. I mean, People have already seen the preview to 302, right? And yes. the yeah, and the funeral scene. That's just beautiful. 
And don't forget that cover was taken by Brad Anderson, fresh off his run from Carbondale. Yeah. Yeah, not that one, no. No? Not, <laughs> no, no. Not no. the same? Not, not, not the same. <laughs> that's, that's why you make the big bucks. But uh, – one well, two of my favorite things in it aren't aren't the issue either, right? It's I love Larry's message, and I thought Chris Mooneyham's message was fantastic. Yeah. That he wasn't painting himself as something he isn't, but also letting you know about his understanding and respect and connection to the military. So yeah, I thought I thought those were great, especially hearing from Larry anytime is fantastic, and I like what diana what you said about it that he's reinvigorated about it because that's that's honest right hardly yeah. anybody writes 300 issues of any book right so to to feel that momentum and be jazzed about it i think that's i think that's awesome and i like that that larry's always seems to always be very square with the community yeah so if, I, if he's hyped about it i think that's that's even better and um, and speaking on that there's a letters page again. So freaking write letters, guys. Write letters. Write letters in reaction to 301. Write letters saying what you would like to see, because Larry likes to listen to people if he can. Write, write letters describing stuff you remember from the past. Anything. If The letters column is a big boost for any writer and artist and colorist and editor of a comic. Criticism, as long as it's adult criticism right. and that that matters that that it helps sort of gauge interest and it, it makes people feel like they're being heard uh, i called larry wednesday last wednesday uh after he had you know time difference so it was early my evening but he'd already gotten back from uh the comic book shop from his signing and i he was giggling he was so thrilled just that, that so many people came to see him and they liked the comic and they wanted to talk to him and that it hit well and it it went to reprint. And doing that means that your you know comics from here on are gonna he's gonna be excited about writing them. Cause he wants he loves his fans and he wants them to like what he does, but he also wants them to, you know, let him know. It's it's a cycle. Right. It's it's very tough for any comic. Uh, to get any kind of traction uh, when you, when you just get started, and and it's been good to see not only good traction but mainstream traction in regards to GI Joe, uh, and and so hopefully it just turns into a, a a nice long continuance of a nice long run. Yeah, as well, long as covers, uh, the first issue, I, I they th they think it sold like about like two hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Copies, which is a big number these days, mm -hmm. and and GI Joe's trending in that direction. Yeah, yeah. We 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 are on second print, so always yeah. a good thing. Anytime you can run into multiple prints. Yeah, I'm hoping 302 goes to second printing at least because that's they just get better and better. They really I like, do. I like to see it drafting the momentum and continuing the push off that Snake Eyes movie. Right. It's, it's, yeah. That's not you. That's not ARH continuity, anyways. That's not. That's not any continuity. Let's be honest. I, I think of it as like a Sunbow movie. It makes sense if you think it's the cartoon universe. I guess that works. I think it was kind of a what if episode. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we never saw Snake Eyes' face in the cartoon. There were things like giant snakes and magic crystals, right? All right, good. It's 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 just Sunbow. No, I think it's what if Snake Eyes was an asshole. That's <laughs> that's it. People do. Why do I look so small compared to everyone else? The size of my head. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, your 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 camera is a little a little high. So there, you, there, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, but now, I'm glad we can still see the Cobra Scythe there on the wall. That's a great photo. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff behind me. Actually, there's like a Look at dude. That. That was here. <laughs> oh wait, I'm leaning the wrong way. There's Duke. There's some bonsai trees. There's another plane. D Diana, there's you're our you're our guest. So let's let's give you hey. the opportunity to do what we got in. Ooh. Okay. I got in a lot of comic books because I got a huge box of comps that the mailman was angry for having to deliver. <laughs> I, I even got these. Where is? I got these covers in. So hopefully other people will be able to find them. There's a lot of really cool foil variants that are coming along. I'm assuming there's going to be more, maybe not quite so many covers for 302, but some exciting ones. <laughs> and Duke number one, John Boy Myers. Covers. Yeah. Duke number one has a John Boy Myers cover. And John Boy is amazing. I got a, a commission from him a long time ago. He's one of my favorite ones. So I haven't seen that cover, but if John Boy is drawing it, that's, that's going to be an awesome cover. I also got these, which Claude really... Oh, Power of Records. Awesome. Yeah, I, my dad gave me these. He found them on eBay. Nice. Oh, really? Hairballs? No, not everything on the show. So, yeah, <laughs> I had these as a kid. Oop, there they are. I, I, had, I, had, I had a couple of them, too. I had <laughs> I had the uh, the Batman versus the Joker one by, by Neil Adams. Ooh. And um, uh, we have the, 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 the Spider-Man Man-Wolf one. Mm. Yeah, they, they a lot of them seem to be like monstery creatures that were transformed for some reason. Like this one with Draco, that was my one of my favorite things as a kid to read this and listen to the record. Well, they anyhow, do, they do make fun sounds, so they do, and so does Claude right now. Yeah, they uh, they they ran like the there's Werewolf by Night ones, there's Tomb of Dracula's. Yeah, they're cool. They're beat to hell, but I like having them again just because I love them so much as a kid. Claude cracks me up because he sounds like somebody sitting off camera going, Meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does a hell of a cat impression. He's good at that, right? <laughs> We're short on time, but I do want to give everybody a real quick heads up. he's in hand his arm is all floppy he's kind of a mess he is certainly one of the more well-lived in beachheads in the collection uh but he was pretty inexpensive and he came the, the person who sent him sent a whole bunch of extra crap too so i got extra like an extra ammo bag and extra guns and and even one of these extra ammo bags in clem so and you, can't beat, you can't beat bonus he can accessorize in so many ways now right but uh, we let's let's move, roll on into shout outs. Diana, you're our guest again. 
Well, what did Rob get in? What did Mark get in? Dude, I got this. Okay. <laughs> I got this in. Woo! What is laptop? Laptop, baby. Oh, okay. Tired of this computer. Nice. Okay. Um, I'd like to shout out the guys in the audience who've been sending really nice. Oh, they're that way. They're that way. They're that way. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Who and sending some really nice comments. Thanks. That's really cool. Uh, I'd like to shout out Claude because he's getting pissed sitting on my lap and hopefully he won't like bite me. Um, <laughs> he hasn't done that in a very long time. Uh, I'd like to shout out Cullen who has five jobs. Um, and I'd like to mention it's been tomorrow will be a year since my unfortunate visit to the hospital. So I'd like to shout out all the doctors and people really Claude who kept me healthy. And I'd also like to shout out Chris, Francesco, Larry, and Alex, who have been working their butts off for this comic. Claude, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's lashing that tail. He's discovered splashes in the same room as him, and he's like, whoa, yeah, no. He just discovered this? Well, yeah, he's not the most elegant nor smartest cat, but there he goes. He always forgets the gravy. Yeah. He's a bit of the happy-go-lucky doofus. That is a good way to describe him. But, uh, okay, he's off that way now. So, yeah, sorry, that's a lot of shout-outs. Um, but, yeah, I've got a lot of people to thank. So thanks everyone who reads the comics and writes the letters and really likes them. And everyone who bought it, because it's cool. It's it's been worth the the keeping my mouth shut for over a year. Racktie Rob. All right. Again, shout out to everybody who put this little gem together. Woo! Really good start. Shout out to the studio audience. Thanks for for watching and listening every week. And a uh, shout out to Diana for coming on in tonight. Yay! Absolutely. I made it. Mark Weber. Uh, quick uh, to my friend Evelyn, and that's with two N's on the end, so we called her Evelyn, of course. Well, yeah. uh, who uh, is starting a brand new job uh, with a law firm out here? Oh, uh, she was a former former coworker of mine, wonderful gal. Uh, so she was unemployed for a hot minute, and now uh, on to bigger and better things. So to Evelyn, who was always one of my favorites, good for you. Can't wait to see what you do in your new chapter. Whoa. And that's my cue. <laughs> I told you. Off screen. Who is that? Right. He makes all sorts of noises. It gets loud. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give a shout out to reiterate Rob's to the, our studio audience. Thank you so much for joining us live. Uh, again, we're here every Tuesday night at 9.05 on the Superstation. If you're catching us on recording, we love you too. Uh, by all means, everything counts. Everything's a plus one in the old view count. So thank you so much for that. If you're catching us on uh, our audio site on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you too. Uh, we we appreciate that you still follow us that way. Please, if you get a minute though, head over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel there. That's that's what you can do to help us out the absolute most right now. Um, if you're catching us on Facebook tonight, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. We do love little huggy guy. Uh, if you're catching us on the YouTube, be sure to do all those cool YouTube things like clicking like to the video and click subscribe on the channel and, and share. Yeah. Wherever, wherever you're catching us, be sure you 
you click a couple extra times for us, share us in your various Facebook groups or or Reddit threads or or Discords. Uh, please help help the word get out there. Uh, grassroots is the only way to grow this anymore, guys. Uh, social media is absolutely no help uh, unless we want to spend lots of money, and we don't have lots of money to spend. So uh, <laughs> there's better ways to blow our money anyway. Right. We're 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 going to need you guys to to help co to continue to grow this channel. Uh, and we're doing a, a great job of it. It's a little slow, but it is still growing. So uh, can't really complain. Um, did have a quick question uh, from Firefly there about getting in a, a certain cover. Uh, we don't, I, I don't know offhand, certainly not something I can answer for you here. Send us an email and we'll do our best to get a little research on that for you. Um, remember, that's what's on at gmail.com. That's for anything that you've got for community calendar. Anything you've got that you want to share as far as made a custom, questions for the mailbag, any kind of correspondence that you want for the show, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Diana, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks. Thanks for asking me. Ooh. Ooh. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. You should be brining your turkeys by now. I was kind of seriously. I was kind of holding off because I wanted to have a comic to talk about with you. And it just kept waiting. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. So, so I apologize for that. It, it truly, we'd have had you on sooner, but I just didn't. I didn't want to. Didn't want to be anticlimactic for you. I knew this was something you were working hard on. Well, no, I have been, and thanks for asking. I'm glad everyone likes it, and I'm sorry it took so long, but good things take time. Right, it's it, your fault. And well, it's not been, all my fault. It would have been nearly as good a show a month ago, right? Where we would have asked really good questions that you could not couldn't answer. answer. <laughs> yeah, right. And people would have been like, "Diana used to be cool, but now she's all corporate." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's about time for us to get out of here. Uh, be sure to join us next week. Maybe I don't. I, I it really this holiday thing, middle of the week stuff. It's all we're playing it by ear. I think there's going to be a show next week. Don't be surprised if I call an audible and 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 run something from the vault. But whatever, we'll find out then. Um, for my co-host, Diana Davis, for Rob Irizarry, for Mark Weber, the hot show, I'm Mike Irizarry. Be sure to join us next week at 9.05 here on the Superstation for another episode of the What's on Joe Mine Team Street. As our friend Vagon likes to say, stay safe and if you can't be careful, have a great rest of the week. Be sure to travel safe. Uh, U.S. viewers, be sure to enjoy your Thanksgiving. Have an extra slice of that gelatinous uh, cranberry sauce shaped like the can just for us. Mm. And uh, Ad's favorite. We will catch you next time <laughs> on What's on Joe Mind. Good night, everybody. Claude, don't beat it.